Salutations, my friends, and welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast. This podcast is produced and presented by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wesso, and I am very honored for the opportunity to spend some time with you sharing the Word of God. This is the fifth episode of the Open Door series, and today we are going to talk about a few things that people do that open their souls to the devil. Ephesians 4.27, the ESV version says, and give no opportunity to the devil. There are many things that we can say that Satan and his army are, but what they are not is lazy. They are constantly looking for ways to hinder our lives. The last thing we want is to give them opportunities to hurt us or our loved ones. Sadly, sometimes, either for lack of knowledge or lack of wisdom, we allow devils to mess with our lives. If I am honest with you, I have to tell you that I didn't plan on speaking about this subject, but the Holy Spirit put it on my heart, and I am being obedient. Today we'll be speaking about a few things people sometimes do that open their souls to the devil by giving control over their wills. Before we go too deep in the subject, and for you to understand the subject better, let me give you a quick course on the composition of men. As you know, the Bible tells us that man was created in God's image, and we know that Yahweh, or the God of Israel, and now our God, is a triune God, meaning that he is three in one. First John chapter 5 verse 7 in the New King James Bible reads, For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and these three are one. Matthew three sixteen and 17 says, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in which I am well pleased. In the latter verse we see all three members of the Trinity together. So since God is three in one, and we are made in his image, it makes sense for man to be three in one. We are a spirit who has a soul, and our soul and our spirit live in a body. Many people get confused sometimes and think that soul and spirit are the same thing, or use these terms interchangeably, but they are two different parts of us. Because this is not a series about the composition of men, I will just give you a brief description of how men and women are composed, but in the near future, Global Grace will be offering courses in which we will be able to explain this subject with more depth. For now, I'm just going to tell you that each one of our three parts is also divided in three. Our spirit is composed by our conscience, our ability to have communion, and our intuition. Our soul is composed by our emotions, our intellect, and our will. And as we know, our bodies are the vessel or the container for our souls and spirits. Before we were Christians, our spirits were disconnected from God, which meant that we couldn't have communion with God. But once we came to Christ, we were born again or reconnected to our source of life, and we can now have communion or a relationship with God. The devil cannot mess with our spirits, but he does all he can to torture our souls and our bodies. Today we will be speaking about a few things people sometimes do 
to give the devil opportunities to torture them by giving him control of their will. When I say give the devil control of their will, I am not talking about giving the devil permission to possess us. What I mean is that there are things we can do to temporarily lose control of ourselves and the devil can and will take advantage of it. For lack of time, I will only speak about three of them, but I am sure that you can figure out more. One way to give the devil control of ourselves is getting drunk. Ephesians 5.18 says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. And 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 reads, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. We are not talking about whether it's okay or not okay for Christians to drink. That is between you and God. For me personally, to drink alcohol is a sin, but I do not judge the Christians who choose to drink wine. I am talking about getting drunk. No matter what you believe regarding drinking alcohol, we should not get drunk because when we do, we lose control of our will and besides acting foolishly or risking lives drinking while driving, people also run the risks of giving the devil an opportunity to use them or torment them. Do you know people that when they are sober, they are respectful and even kind individuals, but they change completely when they are drunk? I know someone who when he is sober, he is a good and even protective husband and father. But when he gets drunk, he becomes abusive and has even ended in jail for half killing his wife. I've also heard stories of people that when they are drunk, they are able to see what they consider hallucinations. But in my opinion, what some of them are seeing are evil spirits. I was curious about why alcohol is called spirit. Have you seen signs outside places where they sell alcohol that read spirits? I did a short research, and even though I could not find anything verifiable, many websites speak about the process of the alchemists in the Middle East, who in the past used to distill alcohol. It seems that during the distillation of alcohol, vapors were produced that to them looked like spirits. Who knows if that is true, but to me it is not a coincidence that alcoholic products are also called spirits, because the soul of an inebriated person is open to be influenced by the devil. Drugs have the same effect on people's soul, especially the hallucinogenic ones. Things like acid, ecstasies, amphetamines, molly, LSD, and even fentanyl, and some types of marijuana can make people hallucinate. And of course, there are also plants like some mushrooms, opium poppy, or the betel nut, that can also cause people to lose control and be tormented. With this, I am not saying that everyone who gets drunk or does drugs is possessed by the devil or that is even tormented by demons. What I am saying is that by getting drunk or doing drugs, we can open ourselves to demons. Because we are spirits, we have access to the spirit realm and only God knows if people under the influence of alcohol or drugs are reacting to an interruption of normal brain processes or are actually seeing spirits. The point that I'm trying to make is that as Christians or as people who know better, we should not give opportunity to the devil to mess with us. Another way that the devil can torment us or mess with our wills is through hypnosis. Some of you might be asking, why would a Christian try things like hypnosis? You will be surprised to see 
How many people do not know that we should not deal with such things? The Bible tells us, Colossians 2.8, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow or deceptive philosophies, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. And in Romans 6.16, the Bible tells us, Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are a slave to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. My friend, when you get drunk, or when you get high with drugs, or when you go under hypnosis, you are basically offering yourself as an obedient slave, and anything in the spirit realm can come and torment you. Before I graduated Bible school, I was the assistant to an associate pastor of a large church. He is a great man of God who taught me a lot. Sometimes when his wife was not available, he would ask me to be with him during counseling sessions, especially if the church member he was assisting was a female. In one of those sessions, I met a lady who was coming for counseling because under hypnosis, she saw herself in the 1800s, married and living in what she thought looked like somewhere in Europe. Since she was a new Christian, the discovery that she lived a previous life was confusing her because Christianity does not believe in reincarnation. What she saw was so real to her that she was almost frightened thinking that she had lived a previous life, especially because she knew her family immigrated from Europe. The pastor very gently and lovingly explained to her that when we go under hypnosis, we are opening ourselves to the spirit world and what she saw was a lie from a familiar spirit. Because we don't have a lot of time, I'm just going to tell you that familiar spirits are spirits assigned to our families. Since those demons have been around since before Adam and Eve were created, it is natural for them to know a lot about our families. Little by little, this brand new Christian realized that reincarnation is a lie and that she shouldn't be messing with hypnosis. People of God, be careful what you expose yourself to. Some types of yoga, meditation, and trances are very dangerous. Recently, a Christian lady I know told me that her friends do some type of yoga that according to her is helping them transcend to a higher level of peace. She asked me what I thought about it, and I told her that the only meditation I believe in is meditating in the Word of God. And by spending time in the presence of the Prince of Peace, we Christians have access to all the peace we need. Please, my dear friends, stay away from anything and everything that has to do with the devil. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 says, Therefore go out from their midst and be separated from them, says the Lord, and do not touch unclean things, then I will welcome you. I know that many people live such hard lives that they try to escape from the reality using alcohol or drugs as escape routes for even a short time. Others might try to alleviate their pain by trying new age practices or things like hypnosis, but even though these things might briefly numb their pain, in the end they only make their situations worse. Come to Christ and give Him your burdens and He will give you rest, and if you are a Christian, Stop running from a loving God and throw yourself in His arms. Please, like Paul says, 
Give no opportunity to the devil. I close with the book of Psalms, chapter 3, verse 8. Salvation belongs to the Lord, and I pray that his blessings be upon you and upon your family. For more information about our ministry or the ministries we support, please go to our website at globalgraceministries.com. Also, due to COVID, we had to postpone the mission trips we had for this year, but we are believing that things will change and God willing, we will be able to go to the nations next year. For information on the trips we are planning, you can also go to our website, globalgraceministries.com. 